Hello and welcome to another, uh, what are we calling this, a quick take, a short take, a short form podcast uh, from the D23 Expo. We're just going to talk about what happened. Now, obviously, the we are going to have full coverage of everything going on at LockingPlace.com from um, Jeremiah, you went to an ABC panel on Dancing with the Stars, uh, a Marvel no, animation no, panel. No, no, I didn't. A Marvel animation no, panel. Didn't. You didn't go to Marvel animation? I did. Oh. Uh, okay, then why do you say you didn't? Well, let's go into the start of it, and I can start with the Disney, the Dance with the Stars panel and tell you why <laughs> I didn't go to it. Um, okay. Oh, why didn't you go to that? So, the Dance with the Stars panel, which was in the arena, which is the second largest room for the D23 Expo, um, and that's that was where they did all the big stuff for the first three uh, expos and it you know they're like okay dancing with the stars and they just announced yesterday the lineup of all the stars that are coming and this was supposed to be you know everybody goes legends so this was supposed to be the hey if you're not going to disney legends let's go to dance with the stars um so we i kind of walked in walked over they said, oh, you're a gold member. Okay, because Disney gold members can go in before stage pass. And everybody's like, great. Yeah, I get to sit on the floor. I'm gonna, I'm all excited. I get to see the dancing. They start directing us in. The first thing I see is a sign that says no photography or video. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that's, I understand. And I look up on the stage and there are four chairs or five chairs. And like, okay, that's, that's interesting. Um, so I sit down, and this is the part where I didn't go to it, but I did, because the first woman comes out, and she used to be a dancer, and she's on ABC, Good Morning America. Um, not Robin Roberts. Thank you. Uh, she comes out, and she kind of gives, okay, so we're going to bring out some of the other people, and we're going to talk about Dance with the Stars. And that is what they proceeded to do for an hour, was talk about Dance with the Stars. So there was no actual uh, dancing? There was none. They, they <laughs> showed, it, it started off as, okay, we're gonna talk about Disney night with Dance with the Stars. And they really didn't. They kind of talked about it a little bit and they would show different favorite people's favorite dances um, from the Disney night episodes of the past. And that's all it was for an hour, was them just talking about dance with the stars so uh, i have a question for you so another one of the panels we had you cover today was disney plus was that equally as disappointing oh disney plus was so disappointing <laughs> i don't know disney plus i i've gone to comic cons and d23 expos and there's in the nerdum of uh, cons there's the phrase that this specific thing won the con it means that that will steal all the press and the disney plus panel was non-stop from start to finish amazing um i i know that the parks blog or the parks panel will have to do something to wow us and tomorrow the uh studios presentation will have to do something to wow us but i don't know if they could do anything that was from start to finish announcements stars everybody getting excited 
And so so it, was, it was totally Cook, right? Yes. No, it so, was. Uh, so, uh, it start, so let me, I hear it started with a musical performance. Yes. The um, high school musical, the musical, the series. And if I ever get that wrong again, I hope somebody calls me out on it because I've heard and written and typed that name so many times today, I was correcting cast members who were talking about it. Um, they started off with just the lead guy and girl, and I apologize, I don't know their names. Nobody knows their names at this point, but once the series starts, everybody will know their names. They start off singing, we're all in this together, but it was just the two of them. And then it kind of expanded a little bit more, and then it expanded to like a whole drum core dancing. Yeah, it was a 50, I saw a press release. It was a over 50 piece band. Yeah, it was it was impressive and I'm not even a high school musical original fan, but I'm now I will definitely see high school musical the musical the series when it comes on Disney Plus. So so Kevin Mayer came out um, this 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 presentation highlighted the Disney Plus original content. Obviously there's going to be tons of library content available on Disney Plus, including um, all, all of the animated classics from Disney. But um, oh, we'll talk about the original content. So um, it was hosted by Yvette Nicole Brown from Lady and the Tramp fame. But Kevin Mayer came out, kind of talked about the service, talked about the price point. Everyone was totally hyped, um, applauding. And I mean, I think that the presentation ran long, but I think partly because their applause line, applause time calculation was way off. But uh, Gary Marsh came out from, he's the head of Disney Channel Worldwide, talking about Phineas and the Ferb and uh, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Candace Across the Universe? I have a press release in front of me. But while you're looking up the press release, prior to that, on the Disney Plus stage, they had um, uh, Dan and Swampy the creators of Phineas and Ferb talking about the history of Phineas and Ferb doing voices. And then they debuted the uh, splash screen, the, the title of the upcoming Phineas and Ferb movie. As I found out, it wasn't the announcement during that time. It was just the, the actual title of it. And everybody went crazy for that at the Disney plus stage. And then when they moved inside into the arena, that still people went crazy for it because Phineas and Ferb rock. Literally. Um, so, uh, in any case, uh, they also talked, uh, they talked about uh, a revival, I guess, of Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Um, they. Featuring the original creator, Terry Minsky. And yeah, the original the Lizzie original. McGuire, Hillary Duff. Yeah, they brought out the original creator, and she talked about how they wanted to do it again. And they said, well, and they played it up totally as they were casting a new Lizzie McGuire. And then she said, she, as the screen went, they popped up a lot of headshots of girls that were like 13. As she gets to the end of it, her the headshot, she goes, well, the problem we're having with casting Lizzie McGuire and, you know, her being 13 is she's not 13. She grew up. So the only person that could play Lizzie McGuire was Hilary Duff. And Hilary Duff came out and she 
talked about the show and they went on i i never watched the original show but it was hillary duff lizzie mcguire with the little animated lizzie mcguire kind of being her conscience and that type of stuff so they talk about the show how lizzie mcguire has the perfect job or the dream job the dream apartment the dream boyfriend uh but she still has the 13 year old animated conscience in her ear all the time so that will be like the main plot point i guess of she's turning 30 but she still has the 13 year old causing problems in her head then they talked about uh uh, a, a Pixar short series, which was previously announced, called Forky Asked a Question. Uh, they premiered the mm-hmm. first shot. What? What? For, for, excuse me. First short. What is money? Future titles include What is Love and What is Time. So, how was What is Money, Jeremiah? Uh, it was very cute because they had a cameo from Ham, voiced by you know Disney legend. John Ratzenberger. He's a Disney legend in my mind. Um, what you think he's worthy, more worthy than Christina Aguilera? I'm I'm sorry, fanboy. You broke up quite a bit. So next oh, time, sorry. ask the I question said, slower. I said, you think she's? Oh more, no, no, no! More. I heard you. Oh. <laughs> Just skipping that part. <laughs> um, it was very cute because it was Forky not understanding what money is, and Ham, you know, being the piggy bank, explaining to him what money is. And it was just, it was funny. It, it was definitely a, a fun way to do it. Um, I think it, it, it's not supposed to be, hey, here's a life lesson or here's, you know, any type of detail thing you need. It's forky, just being forky. So then we, uh, they also showed the, I guess the trailer for The World According to Jeff Goldblum from National Geographic. And was Jeff Goldblum actually there? Yes. And again, earlier he was at the D plus state, uh, Disney plus stage uh, talking about it. And then he came out and it was Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum at his finest. I wonder if that's an act. Um, if it is, he's 24 uh, seven. They also brought out Kristen Bell from Frozen fame to talk about Encore, which is a uh, where they basically have former high school musical performers recreate their original performance. Yeah, but and then they showed us the trailer for that. I think they, they it aired as a special on ABC, so they're kind of cheating and saying it's a new original series. Um, and then uh, I guess I guess they uh, Monsters at Work from Pixar. Uh, they they say anything about that? Um, they brought out the two leads, which I'm sure is somewhere in that press release, because my mind is doesn't work Ben that Feldman way. and Aisha Tyler. Thank you. Ben Feldman from Superstore fame and Aisha Tyler from Everything Else fame. Yes, uh, they came out and it's a mother and son monster who the son graduated monster or scream cum laude from his, from Monster University. And his first day on the job at the factory collecting screams is the first day they changed from screams to laughs. So a monster that was taught how to be scary and to make kids scream has to figure out how to make kids laugh on his first day of work, pretty much. Then 
Um, it was Marvel time, right? So we, you were you were at Comic Con with me a couple of weeks ago, and yes. uh, Kevin talked about uh, announced Hawkeye, Loki, WandaVision, and uh, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So yes. I, I, they went through those again, right? So uh, they didn't talk about Hawkeye. New? They didn't talk about Hawkeye. Um, they talked about. I'm trying to remember the order that they did it. Uh, anyway, they talked about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and um, at the at Comic Con they talked about how Baron Zemo is coming back as a villain. And then they went on to say how Sharon Carter is coming back into this franchise. And they they said, well, where were you? And she goes, well, you have to watch and find out. They also uh, introduced Wyatt Russell, who will play John Walker uh, from the comic book. Um, but here's one I, got, I, get, I need a little color on from the um, WandaVision. I'm told <laughs> it mixes... Marvel's MCU style with classic sitcoms, and then it, the 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 press release is a little confusing because it says Cat Dennings from the first two Thor movies and Randall Park from Ant Man and the Wasp is joining Catherine Hahn, who is playing a nosy neighbor. What the heck is so, this show? <laughs> so Kevin starts off. Uh, he brings out, uh, I believe, it was the director or writer of. WandaVision and Matt, Shack- goes, Matt Shackman is the director and Jack Schaefer is the writer. Thank you. One of them, maybe two of them. Like I said, my brain stopped working. Um, and they go, well, we introduced this at Comic-Con and, you know, people have been asking us about it more and more. So we want to show you a video to give you kind of a taste of, of what the tone of the film or the show is going to be about. And they played clips of Wanda and Vision throughout the different MCU films cut in between Dick Van Dyke show films or Dick Van Dyke show clips. And we all what, went, what? I don't do they exactly. does this make any sense to you? <laughs> okay. No, and so they end it and they they talk about how it is going to be a classic sitcom 50% of the time, and an MCU epic film the other 50% of the time. The and nosy neighbor thing out... is, like, is like Bewitched, so I think maybe they're exactly. alluding to, yeah, to all sorts of different things. Yeah, no, and they, uh, they brought out Wanda and Vision, and they talked about how they talked, the, the teaser that they showed us. And then, okay, and, you know, we're, we're here to talk about other cast members, and then they bring out Kat Dennings to everybody looking at each other going, what? <laughs> and then they talk about the, from um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And we're, we're very confused. And then they go, oh, and the nosy neighbor, because every sitcom has to have a nosy neighbor. It, we all just kind of looked at ourselves, at each other going, we don't know what's happening, but we cannot wait for this to happen. And then they also, t- so they have the animated series, What If, coming. And according mm-hmm. to the press release, they, they had director Brian Andrews and head writer Ashley Bradley there. But was there any star power? So they they came out and they showed us teasers of what they have done. And they said that almost every 
voice is returning from the MCU, meaning there could be somebody, some other voices that are changed. Uh, but then they go into the clips that show different, different bits and pieces. And then at one point, they show Steve Rogers getting into the capsule to get the uh, super serum. And then they cut to Bucky on a subway car. And you can see Cap holding the shield as the light comes up to him. It's zombie Cap. But then before anybody had time to react to that, they cut to Captain Carter, a.k.a. Peggy being a super soldier. So she's running around with kind of the Captain Britannia shield. And then Steve appears in an Iron Man type suit that's kind of like the Iron Giant where Captain Carter climbs on it and they fly away at one point. But Steve is a scrawny Steve. And then they brought out um, Peggy Carter herself. Bailey Outlaw. Thank you. Uh, to talk about it. And we all just... I, I want to say that that was probably the second biggest jaw-dropping moment for me, just how exciting the what-if stuff is going to become. So then Kevin, in typical Kevin form, uh, announces three new series, Moon Knight yeah. uh, and uh, She-Hulk. She-Hulk was the last one, and that was my, my big moment where I just kind of screamed and everybody looked at me because that's the one I've been waiting for. Uh, yeah, it was Moon Knight, yeah. She-Hulk, and the one I'm forgetting and not finding in this first one. Miss um, Marvel. Yes. Oh, yes. Kamala Khan from the comic books. Who, yeah. I believe they, they hinted will be in film as well at yes. some point. Oh, no, there was no hint. It was, okay. they. she's going to appear in her series, and then she will be in future films. So then they moved on to Disney Studios, right? And they had, uh, so the, the picture formerly known as Timmy Failure is now Timmy Failure. Mistake, mistakes were made. And yes. according to this, it is obviously based on the best-selling book series. And stars Timmy Failure, who, along with his 1,500-pound polar bear partner, Total, operates Total Failure, Inc., a Portland detective agency, and uh, will launch in early 2020. What did that look like? Um, everything you just said is exactly what that looked like. They show the polar bear. Uh, Timmy Failure is 7'8", and the clip that they showed was he's in school, and somebody needs to take, it's his turn to take care of the hamster. But, and sorry, spoilers for Timmy Failure, mistakes were made. When he goes to pick up the hamster from the other student's house, the hamster's dead. And that turns into a, you know, a, a case for Timmy Failure of trying to figure out what happened to the hamster. Was it homicide or, <laughs> yeah. That's, we, again, we all just kind of went, what? And they had the polar bear at one point, like drinking out of a um, hummingbird feeder where it's standing up. And, That's cute. Yeah. Oh, this is, sounds cute. Uh, Stargirl, 
starring Grace Vanderwall and Graham Burt Cherry. It's a coming-of-age film based on the critically acclaimed, according to press release, New York Times best-selling young adult awful, awful novel, Stargirl. So, they, showed us, like, they showed us the teaser for it, and it looked interesting. I mean, there, there wasn't a lot of meat to it, but it, again, it's, you know, we're going to have a few thousand hours of content that we've all seen before. So launching with some brand new stuff won't hurt Disney plus at all. So, and then uh, next was lady in the tramp. Did they have any of the stars of the film? Besides obviously Nicole Brown who was there. Uh, yes. They brought out the two pups that were very cute. Oh, were they adorable? Um, they were, but they were, I was so far back, I couldn't see them other than on the screens, but they were very adorable, and I'm not even a big dog fan, but uh, I know, I know, don't fire me, please. Uh, <laughs> Rose that, and Monty, lady, Rose plays the part of Lady in the film, and Monty plays the part of Tramp. Yeah, and Yvette uh, told a story how almost all the dogs were rescues, and she, she actually... Um, now is the proud owner of the stunt double, I believe, for Lady. That's very sweet. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Noel with Anna Kendrick and Billy Eichner. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Noel, they brought on stage Anna Kendrick and Billy Eichner, but it also stars other people. Yeah. Names uh, are not in this Bill Hader. Bill, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. And he wasn't there, and uh, they made jokes about him not being there. They showed us the teaser, and it was very interesting. It was very much Santa Claus and Elf kind of mixed together. Very cute. Um, Anna Kendrick, she she made the statement of how she's always wanted to be in a Christmas movie. Like, she's always wanted to be in the movie that you put on. She knows she puts on Muppet Christmas Carol every year and they know it word for word. So she was very excited to be part of it. And they showed us the teaser and it's not the lamp, not the rat, not the lamp, not the rat. Yes. Did it look like it was filmed two years ago? (laughs) No. But um, they were, they end up in Arizona and there's some jokes about her talking to a street santa about you know it it is an honor to wear that suit so put on some pants because he's in arizona it's hot and he has short santa pants on so you also also got us treated to a scene from another dog movie called togo about the untold true story set in the winter of 1925 across the treacherous terrain of the alaskan tundra any info on that the 1925 part we did not know okay Uh, Willem the last kid tender probably looks similar. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is the lead in it. And it's the way it came across was Togo is kind of the runt litter. And Willem Dafoe at one point in the clip talks about how he's the dumbest dog and everything. But he keeps escaping. So Willem Dafoe sets up a barrier around the pen. But Togo seems to escape anyway. And then goes chasing after Willem Dafoe, who's already left earlier on a um, summer sled with the dogs pulling kind of a training and then causes the sled to tip over and dump Willem Dafoe into the water. 
and the final scene or the final clip is Willem Dafoe getting out of the water soaked and then he just looks at Togo and kind of gives him this how dare you look and Togo just looks up with the cute dumb dog head the head tilt you'll love it fanboy I love, I love a dog movie uh, then they, did they show anything from Diary of a Female President it's in this press release about yes. uh, told using the narration from her diary this half hour single camera comedy follows 12 year old Cuban-American girl Elena's journey through the trials of middle school, which ultimately set her on the path to become president of the United States. And that is exactly what I got out of the clip that they showed us. I can't go into any more detail than what that clip, what that definition of the show just did. So then Marvel came out, right? Yeah, that little part. Yeah. No, I'm not no, Marvel. No. I'm sorry. Star Wars. We already did Marvel. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy came out. KK. Uh, so Clone Wars is coming in February 2020. 12 new brand new episodes, kind of near that. Well, I guess the dates now. Um, yeah. We also, I, well, what, ha- what do they show next? I don't know the order. The press releases. Uh, they showed, a, they talked about Clone Wars and then they talked about the Rogue One prequel unnamed series and brought out Alan and I can't see the Luna. Thank you, Diego. And they talked about how it's unnamed, and Ellen talked about how it needs to have more K2 in the title. And it was a little bit of back and forth, and they they kept making the joke of how it's unnamed, and we were waiting for them to name it, but they never did. Then, then you get some new Mandalorian details? Uh, they brought out the entire cast. It's over a Min Na Wing. Ming Na She was too busy? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They brought out everybody. They're like, here's the cast. And then, oh wait, there was there was an Agents of Shield panel happening at the same time, wasn't it? Oh yeah, Disney uh, Legend. Where she was. Yeah, Disney, Disney Legend. Legend. I mean, no one. Uh, and then Taka was talking about how he's excited to be part of the Star Wars universe, and he's IG Eleven, so he's just voicing a you know a bounty hunter that's and it probably end up stealing the entire show. They showed us the teaser, which you can see online, which is very amazing. Dave Floney and John Favreau came out before the cast, and they talked about how when uh, John Favreau was up mixing audio for Iron Man at Skywalker, Dave Floney was doing Clone Wars. So they kind of talked to each other and said, hey, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> Literally, that's what they they talked about. And then <laughs> that's how it all started. But when John Favreau went to Dave Filoni with the idea of The Mandalorian, uh, Dave said, you know, it, it felt Star Wars, not here's a story that could be in any universe. He said it felt Star Wars, which was a good set up for it that really sets the bar high and then there was one more star wars announcement right um was there are you being sarcastic again (laughs) no um yeah they they do the after john walks off kathleen kenny comes out and goes so you know everything's great they they have the picture of the timeline that shows where all the series and all the movies and where Galaxy's Edge fits into the timeline, which we, we've kind of felt odd, but we understand. 
and then um, she does the the classic Kevin Feige. But wait, we have one more thing to talk about, and she just kind of turns to the side, and out comes you and McGregor, and everybody lost it, and then he goes, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, Kathleen, ask me." Say you and McGregor, are you playing? Are you returning as Obi Wan Kenobi? And she says, "You and McGregor." And he's like, "Yes, yes." After four years, I can finally say, "Yes, I am." And then they got excited about it. No information about anything, but the fact that you and McGregor is back as Obi Wan Kenobi is what everybody's been waiting for. So uh, then I saw a mu- was was there a Muppet actually on stage? No, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. we, we forgot the Muppet part. The Muppets now, uh, short form, it's a short form series. And they cut to Kermit and he's talking about it. And as they're cutting to it, it's Kermit the Frog talking about Muppets now with Joe from Legal. And Joe looks like an otter. And as Kermit's talking, he's saying, well, and we're going to have special guests. And Joe's like, you can't talk about that because it, then it's not a teaser or it's it's he kind of like every time Kermit would say, oh, well, we can't show footage. Joe would say, no, because then it's a trailer or then it's this or then it's that. So Kermit kind of goes, so what can we say? And they're like, it's a nondescript Muppet show that'll be here in 2020. And that was all we got out of it. But that that little bit was definitely a highlight of the entire C, uh, the entire Disney Plus panel. So anything I'm forgetting? forgetting? How did it wrap up? What was the end? Ewan McGregor. Uh, okay. And then uh, apparently they shot a plus size confetti, like a plus sign, not large. Damn. And then everybody... <laughs> As everybody's leaving, they handed everybody everybody a Disney Plus baseball cap and a a We Love You 3000 button. So do you think this got people, I mean, you were in the room. Do you think it got people excited for the service? Absolutely. Um, I I think if there was anybody in there that was kind of on the edge or kind of on the fence about subscribing, that sold it because there was just so much that it was it was a non-stop like every five seconds it was here's something else here's something else here's something else kyle i know i mean i know you're busy today and you know probably weren't following along but how do you feel about disney plus at this point well i mean i am i've my wife already signed us up so we're (laughs) on board but actually uh my friend aaron went to the panel and was disappointed so it's uh it yeah. seems like everyone else is enjoying it. I think maybe he entered late as well, so maybe he missed some good stuff at the beginning. But yeah, he didn't seem too plussed, if you will. But everyone... is he a Star Wars fan? I mean not the hugest, but I, yeah, he seemed like, I Oh yeah, there's some stars. Star but Wars it was just, part eh. alone. Well so I I think I would I would say I'm excited for it. I was surprised and part of it's leaked. I mean just things got leaked. But the Marvel, there was no Disney branded surprises with the exception of Lizzie McGuire. I think we've all had this pipe dream of Disney Plus being like, oh, they're going to make a Hocus Pocus 2 and all this other stuff, which may happen. But they're just not ready to announce it yet. And, uh, yeah. you know, that we, 
we there you can't you can't say there's no star power, but I could see if you were expecting like a lot of breaking news, there wasn't a lot of that. And you know, sort of like the studios last time, there was you know they brought a lot of stars, but they didn't really break any news except a a, a space movie they never made. So um, I can see if that's what you're expecting. But if you're there for a wow factor, it sounds like there was a lot going on. Yeah, there was nonstop hits. Anything else at the expo from either of you that you saw or heard or knew? Well, that I saw that about? last panel that I attended that I didn't attend. The what Marvel animation panel. What does that mean you didn't attend? Uh, no, I was there. It, the Marvel animation panel was the original kind of blurb about it was uh, Spider-Man uh, Maximum Venom. So we went okay. in and they had the people that are in charge of the Spider-Man animated series on Disney XD were on the panel and they talked about this season. The storyline is the superior Spider-Man storyline from the comics where Doc Ock takes over Peter Parker's body in his mind. And they talked about that briefly. And then they talked probably about three minutes about, next season which will be the maximum venom venom season where venom actually will take over other characters including hulk iron man they'll venomize them but there was no footage nothing nothing about it other than a two-second video of here's what's coming and then they showed us the full episode of the upcoming uh Marvel Rise. Marvel Rising? Battle Marvel of Rising Battle of the Bands. They showed us that entire episode, which is, I believe, four episodes because they're small ones. And that was the panel, and they ended with Q&A. Was the panel full? For Mar- no. No? No, it was... It? was and um, it was in the arena, right? Or Stage 28? Stage 28. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I didn't even talk about the Dancing with the Stars... The yeah. arena, the floor, and then they have the arena, which is two different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, the floor was not even full mm-hmm. for the Dance with the Stars, and they had some in the arena. So it was kind of one of those, everybody was in Disney Legends. This was a great place to fill it, to have some overflow. But unfortunately, there was nothing. It Nothing came out of it to the point where I'd be like, Oh yeah, I will never miss a dance with the stars panel again. <laughs> Kyle, you got anything? Well, we saw a guy who's dressed like Spider Man and was holding a homemade sign that said, I belong with Marvel, not Sony. People yeah, seem to appreciate that. that. Uh no, we <laughs> saw some really great cosplay uh hanging out at the booth. Um I saw two people dressed as like they were just as Jedi's, but it was a Jedi version of Sully and a Jedi version of Boo, and then they had like a a BB droid, but it was green, like uh, like Wazowski. So I liked that one a lot. That's and I saw did someone. Did you see the was, partner statue guy? Yes, that was like one of the first people we saw this morning. And then did you see the cat box ghost? No. It was she, she was kind of like the hat box ghost, but she had a projection of the Cheshire cat inside of the hat box. That's funny. Yeah. So I, that was when funny. I was out on the floor for a little bit, I saw a 
Bell and Beast Ghostbusters, which I didn't quite understand. But, but we thought that was April O'Neil at first, but we figured it out later. Uh, there was a guy, probably, I, I would guess he wasn't even 20, so this was well outside the normal age range for him, dressed as Taryn from Black Cauldron carrying around a Henwin. And I, I appreciate it, but I asked him, I was like, so is anybody else recognize you? Like, 10 people have recognized me. You're probably the second or third person that actually knows the name of the character. Oh, I can also tell you Doobie's highlight of the day, which was we spotted a couple people at first. Doobie thought it was uh, Mary Poppins and Bert, and then we realized it was actually Mary Poppins and Jack. And so we asked the person cosplaying as Jack if he could rap Hamilton, and <laughs> he could. So Doobie picked a verse from my shot, and he did the entire verse. <laughs> wow, we should have gotten that on video. I, we if we would have known that he was actually gonna do it, we would have. But yeah, <laughs> so def, Doobie was beside himself. So yes, come, come. This is the fun you can experience at the Laughing Place booth, booth number one thirteen E in the Emporium, right across from the Eat Ticket. So, uh, the tomorrow is the big studio day, live action studio. Or no, I'm sorry, studios, animation, and live action for theatrical distribution. Because that's how we separate things now, distribution methods. And uh, come join. We'll try and do this again tomorrow night. Uh, Jeremiah will be at that presentation. Mike is attending other presentations. He was at um, the Legend Ceremony and Galaxy's Ed- the music at Galaxy's Edge and some other things. So well, full coverage oh. from the Complete Expo. Yeah, yeah but he, he did attend probably one of the best panels today. He was in the High School Musical, the musical, the series panel. So he'll talk all about that. Can't wait. So uh, thanks for joining us today. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. And don't forget to follow laughingplace.com throughout the whole weekend and beyond for full coverage of Disney Plus and the D23 Expo. Have a good night, everybody.